Welcome to the Traveler's Guide to Life podcast, Season 3, Navigating Through National Hospice and Palliative Care Month. Welcome to episode six, Junk in the Trunk, what to do with all this stuff. This is a big issue. You hear it all the time from people within your circle, certainly people we meet through hospice. When somebody dies, there is usually a household full of stuff. And, and people are left to what to do, what, <laughs> what to do I with all the need, junk in the trunk. Well, and I think that you hear today that, you know, I have my mother's China, I have my grandmother's China, and my great-grandmother's China. What am I going to do with all of it? Mm-hmm. And um, we were a society at one point um, in our history that um, passed on these cherished heirlooms. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been doing it since recorded history. And now we've reached a point in our culture that we're like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And we don't see the value in it. And we don't want to be saddled with stuff. I think perhaps it's because we've become more mobile. We're not as stationary as we once were. We didn't, you know, a lot of people move out of the area of where they lived and move someplace else or they're traveling a lot and they don't want it. But what do you do with that? My children have very proudly said, nope, mm-hmm. what, you need to get rid of that. Right. I'm like, okay, but I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> And I think a lot of thrift stores um, and other organizations are a little overwhelmed with things um, of people getting rid of them. Right. So there's the idea of death cleaning, which is the Swedish idea of death cleaning. And a lot of people are embracing that and starting to go through their stuff so they don't burden their kids or whoever's going to be coming in to take care of stuff. Right. And they're looking to take this set of grandma's china and offer to all the kids and they don't want it so then it goes to a thrift store or to the rummage sale or you have a garage sale right but there's a lot of value to you know looking at things and writing down the story oh right this you know brooch the jewelry that's come down through the ages and you know writing the story about that that you are going to pass on because somebody may want the jewelry um but (laughs) you know and starting to downsize because a lot of families find it to be a tremendous burden to tremendous closets just spilling open right and and what do you do with that Mm -hmm. because my mother-in-law was a collector of glassware and we had to pack up her apartment. Um, and she lived at Mayfield. And that woman was talented in using every nook and corner. Um, and you're like, okay, I didn't realize she had this much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it weighs on you because you want to honor her. Right. Um, you want to pick out the pieces that um, you're hopefully your daughter and son would like to have. But you still have all this stuff right. um, to get rid of. Right. Um, and our approach was we're putting it out for a quarter. And just the, honestly, the delight of seeing people just coming in and saying, oh, I finally get to get by this and it's only a quarter. And right. they were excited about that. Right. Um, that gave me great joy than, you know, trying to um, strong arm them into paying me hundreds of dollars for things. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're not going to do it that way. Right. Right. And I, I think, you know, I, I find um, at, the, at the age that I'm at now, I, I look at a lot of um, friends and family members and we're trying to acquire less. 
yes that birthdays and Christmases come and we're like you know what give me the gift of experience I just want time with exactly. you I don't need any more stuff right and to move through it that way yeah and I like that yeah. um yeah I don't want anything I'm good right um and which drives my kids crazy why you just don't tell me what you want I got everything I want um, and, you know, really it is their gift of time. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go do something together. Right. That's far um, better than anything you can give me. So if you're doing death cleaning, um, one way to approach it is this is the stuff that's going to be passed on and to write the story and to make sure that those who want it know they're getting it. Right. And then there's the stuff that can be thrown away. Right. And then there's kind of the everyday stuff that, you know, you can find, maybe you can repurpose through a thrift store right or passing it on but right or it, auction house i mean if there's right. somebody that you know has enough stuff they could do an auction mm-hmm. um sell it on ebay mm-hmm. um if there's a market for that mm-hmm. i know that the pyrex bowls there's a market for some of the pyrex the nesting bowls oh that's good to um, know yeah just fyi okay <laughs> <laughs> so and i think also that at least i my generation um we our parents were born um during the depression and they were always both my mother and mother-in-law were always oh if i need money i can always sell this mm-hmm. we're not think we don't think that way anymore mm-hmm. not at all right we're actually the more throwaway mm-hmm. it's like oh i don't need that anymore right i can tell my mother who's in her 80s has been going through stuff and this is for the past few years because every once in a while it'll be an email and she'll say there's this this and this and we'll all kind of say yes or no and then if we don't want it she takes it down to her local thrift store oh, perfect. so she's just been moving through it the best part was she offered all the old fisher price toys we all jumped on that they were <laughs> fisher price toys from our childhood oh and my so gosh we all got a smattering of fisher price little people around our house which was <laughs> terrific but it was it's, it's been great because you know she's going through it so the memories she, she realizes the memory's still there with even without the stuff right and i think that we sometimes link those so strongly that if right. i got rid of this i will never have this and i think um, you know, sometimes when somebody's died, we hold on to all his ties or all his right. T-shirts, and we're not quite sure. And I was just reading a book about grief, and they say, you know, take the T-shirt, cut off the sleeves, cut off the collar, sew the bottom, and use it as a tote bag. And take that to, like, the farmer's market or for shopping. Oh, There's certain band T-shirts that he always wore you want right. to hold on to. Right. And, and I took um, T-shirts from my father and had them made into a quilt. Perfect. And everything else, you know, went on, right. went away. So if there's certain things you really want to hold on to, there's ways to do it without overstuffing your closet right. and you can still use it. And I think you bring up a really good point because um, when my dad died, uh, pe- the well-intentioned family members, because I was away at college, came in and took everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we the, we, were, we weren't allowed to keep anything. Right. Um, and I think we have to be careful of that. You know, I think if we're allowed to keep a couple of things, mm-hmm. that's, um, and my mom uh, sewed ties for him. Mm-hmm. And he had, I don't know how many ties. And I think now it's like, oh, if I could just have a couple of those. And we actually did a program at hospice a number of years ago that people could come in and make something mm-hmm. out of their loved one's um, treasures. Mm-hmm. And one woman took her husband's um, ties and she made this whole wall hanging with um, the ties like being the sunbeams. Mm-hmm. And then um, the piece of it, the jacket that he always wore was in the center. And it, oh my gosh, it was um, just beautiful. And I thought, 
you know, I wish I'd had just a couple of those things. Right. Um, and then she has that's she doesn't need anything else. She has what she needs right, right. there. Right. And there's some really wonderful creative ideas oh, out very, there. Very that you creative. Can keep on using. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I think you know, death cleaning, doing things ahead of time is really a gift mm-hmm. for those who come after you. And then for those who walk into the house, say, my goodness, what do I do? There are, I mean, a lot of things would go on and serve a purpose for people who can't afford to right. furnish their apartment or right. to do their kitchen. Right. So really, you know, rather than throwing everything to the dump, think well, about the thrift stores. Think about exactly. those types of places where you can do it. And then finding those things that, you know, that you want to hold on to right. and pass on that are heirlooms or not even heirloom, just has meaning. Right. And you know, allowing to have that. It's a big issue. It's a huge issue. And nobody's come up with something, I don't feel, yet that says, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. This is what I can do with it. And I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like, because um, we had talked about this earlier, taking a picture of yeah. those items that you're getting rid of um, and writing a story with that. Because mm-hmm. that's legacy. Right. Um, and that's also helping you to process your life and why that had value. And how is that valued played out in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're coming up on the holidays. Um, and you think about the dish, look, my grandmother's dishes. We always had um, the, the set I have that was, was served for Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think about what's on the plate now. I think about, oh, I remember when we would help her put out all these plates and, um, mm-hmm. and all the accessories that came with that. Right, right. So. I know the book about Swedish death cleaning is available through the Hospice Lending Library. Yes, it is. And I think there's some great resources on the website. Yes. So please use hospice as the resource that it is for our community. Absolutely. And and go to our website at www.hospicesslv.org. This has been fun. I'm Linda Potter. I'm Mary Jones. See you on the road.